podcast where you can relax and enjoy conversation, inspiration, encouragement, and motivation in a judgment-free space. Don't continue to drag around that emotional debris. Here's what's next on this episode. So the things we want or maybe expectations, spoken or unspoken, and then when those are not obtained, there it lends itself there's to some the, tension. There's then. some tension. So then how that tension is handled determines whether there will be conflict or not. Have a seat on the porch and let's examine what's on your souls. Hello, this is Mia. Welcome to the What's on Your Souls podcast, a figurative podcast about sitting on the front porch and conversation with people that have something to share that is of relevance and life-giving, thoughtful, filled with reflection, and hopefully gifting our listeners and ourselves with what moves us towards better and greater. We're always so grateful that you have taken time and that you take the time to invest in this podcast. We know that time is a commodity and that it is precious and where you deposit it is important. And so we hope and pray that this is um, worthwhile to you. We encourage you all to go to miaimbro.com and you can listen to the podcast there. You can subscribe to the podcast there and that way you are informed of it as it is released every other Tuesday. And you can also see what is going on. Other things are going on under the miaimbro.com brand. Today, again, I have the pleasure of sitting with someone who is very dear to me, very near to me and, um, has been with me quite a while at this point. We were just talking about that. So today I'm sitting with my friend, Melissa Fleming. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Mia. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so glad that you are here with me today. And so thank you for coming. Thank you um, for giving me the opportunity to step out of my comfort zone. I hear people say that sometimes. So what's interesting is that I and... um, my wonderful person that helps me with production, we talk about this all the time, how when people sit behind the mic for this podcast, although we're just sitting on the porch, it is an experience within itself for people, which tells mm-hmm. us how we continue to grow and learn about ourselves. Yeah. Uh, even us listening to our voices on a mic. Absolutely. Brings it different. So I'm so excited that you are here. I feel like we always, in our time together, it is always beneficial and loving and profound and thoughtful. And so for you to say yes, to bring it behind the mic is a great gift to me. Um, Today, uh, Melissa and I are going to talk about on a very interesting topic that Melissa selected. And Melissa, what did you say that we're going to dialogue about today? Conflict. I tell you what, the people that I bring behind this mic never pick anything easy, breezy, It's just always, let's go in deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I appreciate that. So before we do that, let's talk for just a moment about how we know each other and why we know each other. I want to say now that I sit here and think about it, maybe we've known each other 15, 16 years? Ah, It's got to be more than that. So what would you say? I'm trying to keep us young, but go ahead. (laughs) 20 20, maybe 20 years and talk about one of the most consistent, laid back, easy, thoughtful relationships. I 
heard a quote today that said, your relationship is as healthy as the most unhealthy person in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about your coming to sit with me today, and I thought, this is one of the most consistent, easy, kind of quietly loving relationships in my life. I do, and I just think it's always good. We're going to meet up at the Central Market. Yeah. <laughs> veggie right? burger. Have a little veggie burger and just talk about what's going on. So what's your recollection of our relationship? Very similar. Um, you know, we met at church when I started going to All Nations, which is a church that I'll probably never experience again. It does not exist anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I don't even remember exactly when and how we met. It almost seems like we were never strangers. I know. You know, um, I I feel the same about you. I think that you're, uh, one of the gifts that you have is that you have this welcoming spirit about you that does not um, make a person feel judged. No matter what we've talked about, it, it has always been easy to express whatever the challenges, challenges are that I'm dealing with. Um, I find you to be very open and welcoming. Well, it's and reciprocal. You know what I mean? I always tell people. I didn't even know you were a therapist for a long time. Well, well, that's a compliment, right? You're supposed to be never. Flee. You weren't trying to fix me. <laughs> you know, you always just listened. and. No, because I think everyone that comes into our life is intentional mm-hmm. and in some ways it's a reflection of us either something that is in us already or something we need to learn about ourselves mm-hmm. therefore my intention is always and I just feel privileged when people want to connect like that's an honor so I'm excited about that so this is the nice sweet part and then it feels like we're going to take a break <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to jump in and we're going to talk about conflict okay I cannot wait to hear what you say on that. So for our listening friends, if you go to miaimbro.com, hit that join a conversation button if you like, if you have words that you want to share in regards to the dialogue that Melissa and I are about to have, conflict, whatever those thoughts might be, and then um, share, like, we appreciate you and we will be right back. More conversation on the way from what's on your souls with Mia. In the meantime, If you have a comment, log on with your laptop or smartphone to MiaMbro.com. That's M-I-A-M-B-R-O-H.com. From the audio player, click the leave a comment link. Let your voice be heard. Now, back to more of What's on Your Souls. Okay, Melissa, we're back. You good? I'm good. Sitting on the porch, you have your shoes off, soles upturned. Yep. So conflict, that is our choice of dialogue today. What's your definition of conflict? Hmm, the definition, um, I guess it would be when things that we are, things that are important to us, um, the expectations of those things are not met, then there's the opportunity for conflict. So the things we want, or maybe expectations, spoken or unspoken, mm-hmm. and then when those are not obtained, there it lends itself there's to some the, tension. There's that, some tension. So then, how that tension is handled determines whether there will be conflict or not. 
<sighs> yes, I think I think how those tensions are handled uh, can either create the conflict. I mean, I think the tension itself is the conflict that whatever that is, that void, yes. that space, or whatever is the conflict. Yes, how we deal with that tension will determine whether we resolve the tension or further exacerbate it. Okay, so we're going to go into that. So it sounds like whatever is the space that exists between the ideal and the ordeal Mm -hmm. is where conflict Conflict can fester and thrive and grow. And then according to possibly those involved perspective about what conflict means might determine if it's the resolution or how it's walked through. Mm -hmm. But some, because some people might feel like conflict is par for the course that you can't, we're, we're all distinctly different. And so there will be all these moments of rubbing up against that leave a little bruising or whatever. And then other people are on a quest to have absolutely no conflict in their life. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting that you say that because I really don't like conflict. Um, I don't like, I'm uncomfortable confronting people. I'm uncomfortable, um, being confronted. Why do you think, why do you think that is? I think that ultimately we all want to be right about whatever, you know, we, we don't want, it's whether it's religion, whether it's uh, beliefs about our friends, whether it's the relationships we're in, the churches we attend, our, you know, belief system, Mm -hmm. we want to be right. So you're saying we select those things that you just named? We select those things in order to support our thinking of what is right? I think, yeah, I think that when something goes against what we believe, then it's difficult for us to face that because if there's something different, then does that mean that I'm wrong? Well, here we go. This is the therapist dream, right? Here we Uh go. So does that mean, so what has been your experience with that? Um, So, huh. I guess when I thought about this topic, I thought about different times when I've been in the middle, sort of the mediator type role. Mm-hmm. You know, that can be uh, our spouse in the middle of spouse and child, um, SPRC, <laughs> which is staff parish. What is it? Uh, relations chairperson. Mm-hmm. You talk about your role in the right the church. role the role in the mm-hmm. church. So as a leader, you know, having to f- fill that space between being a church member that uh, advocates for the congregation and at the same time advocating for the staff. Um, What's interesting about that? is I believe that there probably is a constituency of people who have never even considered the fact that there might be some conflict in that area. The fact that you talk about church and conflict in the same sentence, for some people, probably feels a little uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. And um, so I think that this subject, I thought about how, you know, 
in situations when people are at odds with each other, what is the source of that? And what makes it so difficult for them to see each other as similar rather than different? I have my thoughts on it, but I'd love to hear yours. What do you think... What do you think that's about? I think that, well, I think a lot of it starts with fear. Um, I don't want to, I, I, I hope that I don't vilify people, and, <clears throat> excuse me, and I don't want, you know, I think that there's so much that goes into play. Um, people feel anxious about a lot of different things. People don't like change. Um, we all want whatever it is that we want, you know, favorite parking space. For different reasons, Different right? reasons, yes. yeah. You know, use of resources, um, you know, uh, things like that. And I think that when things change, people have a hard time adjusting and they're fearful of the change because they don't know what it's gonna mean for them personally. They don't they they are afraid that they're gonna lose something. And then that makes I think that makes them more um abrasive. I don't know if that's the, the, the really the word I want to use. Feel but but more yeah, more yes. ready to battle. Right. When we're desperate, it's mm -hmm. almost like drowning. When you feel like you're drowning you fight. Yeah. Most people do. Because you don't know. You don't know if you're going to survive this. You have your own storylines. I appreciate the part where you said we don't want to vilify because there's so many things that come into play that we drag into spaces. And the people that are experiencing us when we're in conflict have their own interpretation of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, more than not, without asking for clarification or communication, yeah. it's just based on assumption because it has to fulfill the, their storyline the story. as well. So we're all coming in with our own stories. I need you to be the vilified person. I want mm -hmm. you to be because then that completes that makes my me right. That makes my story right. Yeah. So it's always that. So mm -hmm. it takes that highly evolved thinking to say, "Wait a minute, let me stop for yeah. a moment." So in those times when you are refereeing conflict, mm -hmm. or you're in the midst where you these different areas where you found yourself in the midst of it, what have you learned about how to navigate that and to be of assistance for those that are feeling conflicted? Well, um, I try to listen to their concerns. I don't know if I, you know, uh, so I think about myself like as a parent, and I know that I've been guilty of trying to explain the other person's perspective, you know, saying, well, they might have done this, or they might have said this, or they might have meant that, you know, because I want to fix it. Yes. And, and I, I know what I've learned is that's not the right thing to do. What is the, what do you feel? I, is what the I, right what thing? I know, what I've learned is that whoever's coming to me, they want me to listen to them. They want me to hear them and they want me to understand them. What I think people on each side don't realize also is that I am also listening or trying to listen to the other person and support the other person as well and not take a particular side. And that's a very difficult 
um, role to play. It is because in our, oftentimes in our fear, our state of fear, we are assuming that you are you got my taking back. the other person's yeah, yeah that you yeah so we're always oh oh yes 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 that's that on the other person's mode. side right yes that's and definitely so, and listening people talk about <clears throat> being good listeners and i do believe that you are a phenomenal listener melissa but people struggle with being a listener they say that they are great listeners but it's a certain it's an acquired skill set because that means you're suspending judgment you're not assigning motive you're assuming goodwill you're thinking about it. You're not making it about you. You know, people do that. Maybe you've mm-hmm. never heard this. Maybe you don't have any friends like this. <laughs> but they start to tell a story and then that person will be like, mm-hmm, so let me tell you what happened to me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to find someone who just sits in that with you and that you trust and believe they really are for me because we can be very suspicious in our quest to maintain our rightness. Why did you pick conflict, though, as this conversation? Probably because it's something that I still struggle with. Um, it's just uh, I, I am learning more and more, I think, to deal with it better and to not take every single thing personally. Um, I, I, I think it was the book Difficult Conversations. Um, that said, uh, don't assume the worst of, you know, whatever, whoever you're in conflict with, don't assume the worst of them. Don't assume that they mean harm or they have ill intent. And that has been very, um, eye opening. And so I try to make sure that I do that. And so that's, I think that's why I pick conflict. Cause I think, I feel like I've had a lot of, you know, situations. I mean, I'm divorced, you know, for one, and we couldn't figure out how to deal with our differences. So um, I try to do a better job with my relationship with my girls, you know, as a result of what I've failed at, I feel like I failed at in my marriage, you know. It's always the quest to take, to learn from, and to move forward. This is something to think about, isn't it? I like the part, especially where, um, to consider that maybe the conflict is teaching us something about ourselves and how we communicate and move through it more so than attacking the other person. Yeah. Okay. When we come back, we're going to finish this up a little bit. I want you to think about your takeaways that you want to gift the people that are listening as we sit on the porch and we're going to move through this space. So thank you. We'll be right back. While we're having great conversation with what's on your souls with Mia Imbro, we wanted to thank you for listening and we look forward to hearing from you at miaimbro.com. There you can get caught up on previous shows, comment, or even give us feedback. All right, let's get back to our final segment as we wrap up What's on Your Souls. Melissa, we're about to wrap this up. Okay, so we had a thought during the break that you wanted to go right into. You want to go into that? Um, yes. Uh, so one thing that I think I've tried to incorporate in my life is when I am feeling at odds with someone or something, what I try to ask myself is what is it about this situation that, or what is it about me that is causing me to feel this way about this situation or this person? Um, 
I, you know, we always think, well, whenever there's something going on, what's the lesson? And the lesson is not always, well, those people are crazy. <laughs> I mean, know. we'd like for it to be We the want lesson. it to be. It's, it's just not that simple. Because it's never, there are a lot of she's people crazy, crazy or they're crazy and I need to just not leave. Not always. And I don't want to, not always, maybe no. sometimes. Maybe but a little bit, but yeah, not always. But not always. And so, you know, um, I thought about, one of the things I thought about was building walls. And I know somebody said it, it's not me, I didn't make this up I'm not so brilliant but you know build build bridges um, not walls and I thought about that because to build a wall is pretty simple you know you have your property you put your stakes in the ground or whatever you know whatever your base is this and is then good. you just start stacking Building some up. stuff up Let's you know up. you stack it up two by fours work you know we've seen all kinds of innovative blocks, whatever ways. and it works yeah you know it, you don't have to put too much effort into it um and it it does protect you but it keeps you from seeing outside of yourself outside of your own little space and so you lose the opportunity to grow I mean a whole lot can be going on around you and you wouldn't know you'd be protected but you don't really know what's going on and then I thought about to build a bridge you have to you can't do that on your own because you have to go to somebody else's property and work with them. You have to find out what kind of soil, what kind of resources will work to move that or to build that structure from your side to their side. So it takes cooperation. And I just, I thought that was pretty interesting. It is. And I think about the visual of walking across a bridge. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes when people are going from one side of a bridge to another, they stop and pause. It's inevitable because mm -hmm. either it's over water mm -hmm. or it's put, bringing together two pieces of land that sometimes are not obtainable mm -hmm. by just doing it. Ordinary. Think about like being from Louisiana. Think Come about um, the, the bridge all the way over the marshes. That's all right. You know, what is it that that whole everything in the middle is unstable, everything. And I think if I think about relationships, that's, you know, very much parallel. A lot what everything that's in the middle can fluctuate over time um, and will and is subject to change. And and it the foundation still has to support that somehow. And so I need to remember that when I think about my relationships, the people that I'm connected with, and whatever difficulties we have with each other. We do. And that it's almost grace and grace extending, grace and mercy. Like that bridge is no matter how turbulent the water is beneath or whatever, to be patient and to create that pause. We're so easy to react mm -hmm. oftentimes just that pause is what helps us reflect on what is this really about? When have I felt like this before? Where did this storyline really begin? Is it the person in front of me or is it what I think they're representing? Mm -hmm. Am I putting something on them that is not theirs to wear? It yeah. might be mine. And I think, uh, I think also when, when I, if I see this pattern repeating, then that eliminates that it was that person. <laughs> Would, you know, the common denominator would be me. I was going to say, where does the spotlight rest? <laughs> the common denominator is me. Absolutely. And it's okay because we are great and greatly flawed. I just think we just so struggle with owning 
what is ours. It's okay. There's no one perfect on this earth. So this has been great. Okay, I have an activity that I do with each of the guests that come to sit on the porch with me. It puts the spotlight on you and shines on the uniqueness of you. It is I am four. So I'll give you the four prompts and then you will respond to them. But you will start each prompt first with saying I am from, not I am for, I am from. So I am from, and you will list sights, sounds, and smells of your neighborhood. Okay. I am from streets lined with oak trees, honeysuckle growing on the fences, and r- ragged gravel filled, uh, gravel filled pothole lined streets. I like how you said ragged because I know you're trying <laughs> to be sophisticated instead of saying raggedy. Instead of raggedy. Look, there's a duck on the porch. Look, production. Look, look in the pool. Um, do you see it? I saw them flying over. So we will never get rid of it. Oh, production's up. Okay, I am from, and now you're going to name your favorite foods. I am from. I am from Gumbo and McKenzie's Buttermilk Drop Donuts. Or Woolworth Did you Glaze Donuts. Like Woolworth? Woolworth. There was a Woolworth on Canal Street. And if you caught them at the right time, the donuts were hot. So a few days, you know, out of the week, I might miss my bus going to school because the donuts were hot. Might be a little late on those days. Awesomeness. Okay, I am from sayings that you remember hearing in your family of origin, like words or sayings that were said frequently within the house. I am from... You get your little education, you get your little job, and you can buy that house. You can buy that car. You can buy that whatever. I am from, and now you're going to list virtues of people that you call friends in your life. I am from laughter, love, loyalty, kindness, protection, uh, and stability. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Mia. So conflict is not a conversation, a one-time conversation, so obviously you will have to come back again because there will be questions about this and how to navigate through the nuances of it because people always are popping up with some new... (laughs) some new stories concerning conflict. So we will visit this again, but we're so appreciative of this moment today. Melissa and I both hope that we have offered something that brings reflection and consideration, motivation, inspiration to you in some way. We are thinking of you at this time in the world when there is so much going on. There's always a lot going on in the world, but when it drops on your front porch, you just pause a little bit more. So we are thinking of you and we're praying for you. We are so glad that you've spent your time with us today. And until we meet again, we pray that you will find rest for your souls. As we bring another episode to a close, we want to thank you. And check out our website at miaembro.com. That's M-I-A-M-B-R-O-H.com. Leave us a message or feedback. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast to receive the latest episodes. And join us.